big boss. I don't understand the plot. Psycho Mantis. I'm dummy thick. My thighs are too thick. Welcome to the John Sandwich Show! <laughs> Can't believe it. I don't look like Bane anymore when I'm gonna be talking. <laughs> I swear to God, it felt like I was drinking this beer for two hours. That it's a scam. Did it touch you? Did it touch you? Yeah, it made me, made me feel things. Should we let everyone else in on the conversation? If it's too loud, they just turn it down, right? Perfect sandwich. Beautiful. Welcome back to the John Sandwich Show. Uh, I would like to introduce you to my, both to my left and right, John and John. Me Ooh. in the middle is Eric. Welcome back, fellas. How Welcome you guys back, man. I'm doing I'm great. Man. John, you look very comfy right now. Do I? Yeah, you look like... I do feel kind of sweats. Comfy. Yeah, yeah, dude. Sweats, nice nice shirt. Fucking probably some comfy mm. shoes going on right now. I, I'm all utility you know speaking of which i'm actually, all utility uh walking in here today um we're gonna set up a whole new um computer station as i was walking into the studio today i stepped in a big pile of dog shit oh yeah the court, yeah that's what i do i guess i step in human shit dog shit um it's pretty interesting yeah mm -hmm. and as i was stepping in john was like don't step in the and i was like Plop. never mind you just <laughs> yeah. stepped in the shit it's yeah. like yeah, Eric was like, "Where, where's the dog shit so I don't step on it? And John Mann was like, under your foot. Under your foot. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, man, you just stepped shit. in that dog shit. It's nice having an office dog, though. Yeah, yep. interesting way to start It's its day. own reward. <laughs> so are, you, are you guys excited about the new the new setup coming up soon? I, I, I am. Dude, yes. We're going to be able to go live here pretty soon. Yep. More bits per second. Yep. Yeah. yeah, it'll be good. It'll be awesome. It will be awesome. Looking forward to it. How are you guys doing today? Anything new? We should set up our uh, webcam to do like 60 frames or something. Yeah, you know, that would it. be amazing. Yeah, it would be. That way you don't get any of this uh, weird uh, tracing. Yeah, just these smudges. I mean, hands. it still looks good, though. Like, I mean, it doesn't look bad at all. I mean, I mean yeah. Obviously if you don't know what you're talking about, watch but... it on uh, YouTube. But if not, for our listeners out there, there's more listeners than there are viewers. So how are, are my listeners today? I'm pretty sure they're doing pretty fine. I yeah. mean, that's what I do. Um, sometimes I just put us, I put my, I put our show on to fall asleep because it makes me feel close to you guys. That's what I do. Aww. Uh, Aww. I'm just like, I want to hang out with my friends. So I'm going to put on the John Sandwich show just so we can hang I'm out. I'm going to simulate friendship. <laughs> Simulating friendship. I will say, you know, when, I, when I'm editing and then making sure like the audio sounds really good and stuff, like, and, and putting it on, on like our hosting and stuff, I, I listen to it and it's like, man. We have some good shit, man. Sometimes it's like right. I'll laugh out loud and I'll be like, oh Let's my God. <laughs> That's I can't, good. can't believe you said that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Dick pick episode was pretty funny to me. It sticks out in my mind. It made me laugh. I was like cleaning out my garage. I was listening to it and we're going off on what a uh, what a perfect dick pick is. And I was just like, mm. laughing the whole time. Did we decide on any <laughs> what the perfect dick pick was? I think we did. More more no, artistic know, than anything else. You know, I, I, Classic. I don't. I don't think we've decided. Uh, you know, that's for our guests to decide. That's that true. They'll always, or our, our listeners our to listeners. decide. Yep. You know, like every time we bring in a new guest, we'll 
ask them how to do a classy that, dick pic. That'll be, the, yeah. that'll be the go-to question. Our dick pic episode ain't ended similarly to like 2001 a space size yeah exactly. it's very open-ended yeah you know you let know, you decide as for our listeners to decide what the perfect dick pic would be yeah it's up to you guys so what are we drinking right now, guys? I'm drinking Mac and Jacks. Mac and Jacks. The thing that I order all the time. Oops. The thing that I order all the time at restaurants. Yeah. Because it's the best beer. At Redmond, Washington. Um, dude, I love this brewery. I do love I it. I love too. this beer. The African Amber. We were drinking Mac and Jacks African Amber. It's very classic. It's uh, your go-to. They pretty much have it at every bar out here. Um, it's, it's my go-to because it's... Yeah. It's high percentage and tastes really good. It's not like an IPA. Yeah. I like IPAs sometimes, but... I know we talk about this a lot in this podcast, but this is my perfect beer. <laughs> it is the perfect beer. And you don't truly appreciate it until you've had something else. Um, not not as well. You can't just have a Mac and Jack and then go to... Like, obviously, I have a, uh, I have a Bud Light glass here. It says Bud Light on there. Um, imagine going from a Mac and Jack to pouring yourself a Bud Light. Like what? Is that yeah. electrolytes? You're pouring me water? <laughs> What's going on here? Well, I, I get the same thing going on. Like when I change up the keg a little bit and I'll have a few different kegs in the, in the keg rater, like a rotation of beer. Mm -hmm. And I'll go to like a, a restaurant and I'll order a Mac and Jack's like, man, why don't I have this in my keg right now? Right. Like, same. man, I made a mistake not putting this in my keg. Yeah. Especially and it's everywhere that. now, which yeah. is. I'm super proud of them because I went to El Paso and my brother ordered a Mac and Jackson. He's oh, like, oh, there? it's the best one. Dude, you know what's crazy? Like, they're like the yeah. smallest brewery, too. Oh, man. They're, like, they're tiny. Yeah. It's so damn good. It's because, dude, like, they're resting. They got for lightning this. in a bottle. Like, people try. Every time you see an amber beer, they're trying to replicate Mac and Jackson. You sure. just can't do it. Like, I've had Alaskan amber. Tastes like it, that, that shit's disgusting. There's just something about it on tap that's just. This isn't a sponsorship, by, by the Bravo. way. We actually genuinely like. Well, you can't get it in bottles. Mac and Jacks. Yeah, it's all cake. It's just cake. Yeah, this is not sponsored. Damn, they're it good. should be sponsored. That's hey, class. I have Only seen some cans in stores. But it's, it's like not, their IPA. It's, it's like their the resolution or whatever, yeah. which isn't bad, but it's an IPA. It's not the same thing at all. Do um, you think? For to maintain the Mac and Jacks African amber taste, it has to be keg. I think so. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. I want to try their Hefeweizen. It just can't which is be only put in, in a bottle. Really? I, I guess it's supposed to have some, um, like a, almost like a butterscotch undertone to it. Do you just do total mm. total liquor? Is that where you go? Total to wine and more. Total yeah. Wine and more? But you it. could go to Mac and Jack and like pick up kegs. Nice. Yeah. Do they refill your keg? Is that a thing? Or do they you give you a hole? Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know anything about keg using. So, uh, total wine and more, you're able to swap out any keg for a keg. If you go to like Mac and Jack's brewery, you have to swap out a Mac and Jack's keg. Naturally. You can go in too, though, and just like get a growler full too. Like, yeah. You don't have to have the keg. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's what's so great about having like all these craft breweries around here, man. Like, there's so many. Like that uh, Crucible, that um, that that Blood Orange Hefeweizen that we were drinking at Brandon's wedding. That was really good. That shit was fucking amazing, oh, man. Yeah. I went to Crucible um, three weeks ago, one of their, their new brewery in Woodenville. I was just fucking hammered there, man. It was awesome. We, we were doing taste testing for Oktoberfest uh, because we brought a cake with us. And, mm -hmm. dude, that's great beer, man. It's uh, we're, we're living in a beer sauce right now. It's just fucking amazing. Like, just all the... the Especially around here. Yeah, for sure. East Coast, there ain't no beer sauce going mm -hmm. on. Fuck you. Sad. Fuck you, East Coast. Sorry, East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> fucking town. Sorry you don't have so much beer. Sorry your city smells like shit. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. 
the comments. The comment section, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> we can't do that again, Eric. Sorry. I already burned our bridges. All right, for okay, like, okay, okay. Sorry, all our sorry. San but, Francisco viewers are all gone. I was doing a call. Back. No, I, it's all LA. That's fine then. I hate I've been in San Francisco for a while, so I'll let you know in a couple few months if I go there. Whether it, it seems pretty not. fancy. Yeah. I like it. That doesn't mean it doesn't stink though. <laughs> I didn't notice a stink. All right, so so being act, I I guess actually kind of serious, did Boston actually stink? Boston? Like like when you when you went to the East Coast, like what was the smell like? It didn't have a smell. It just pro- it probably just smelled like white privilege, huh? It smelled like white privilege. Boston these days, yeah. It was like uh, it was like walking. It smells like into, rich people. <laughs> it was like walking into an episode of Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Uh, smelled especially, it smelled like leather. Yeah. Um, I did get a lot of looks, but but here it is, right? I don't really have like a a strong constitute as far as my like my own race go. I don't have like a strong identity or affiliation to my own race, so I don't understand it when i am experiencing racism i, I have like a does not compute moment I'm like oh yeah what is <laughs> yeah. happening it does not compute to me because i'm i'm a, i'm fucking as white as the day is long like what is happening so yeah in um, southern california you're white but you in boston you're just this i'm kind of like a nomad like a vagabond <laughs> where like yeah i'm, I'm not, like that guy deals coke <laughs> i'm not accepted by like any race because like yeah i go back home to california and so like i used to get made fun of a lot just about the way i talk and you weren't mexican enough yeah i just wasn't i'm not mexican enough for the mexicans um i'm not white enough for the whites i'm kind of, i live in this gray area where you're not indian at all you yeah, know i'm not indian might... at all either yeah. <laughs> some people have brought that up like is he indian no i'm not as in a uh, india indian india indian not native american yeah. yes exactly um even though you have some native american in you i do i do that's that's freaking i'm very ethnic when it comes down to it but i just don't uh, act that way but is there a certain way you're supposed to act like if you're ethnic like nah, that's that just racist being racist i think that's that's more racist to assume that you know no it's just it's just racist being stereotypical yeah like well i'm i i am spanish or, or mexican so yeah. I, I better act like a spanish or mexican i'm just eric yeah. dude like yeah, i, I go back i'm just eric man you know what's crazy so i i've been doing a lot of like not research but like i watch a lot of documentaries and stuff and, um, you know, like pretty much all of Mexico, um, they used to be just like native, pretty much native Americans. Like they, they, they were native right. Americans with like the Incas and Mayas and all those people until the Spaniards came and pretty much pillaged every single village and the Spaniards came and now all of a sudden they're Spanish. They did so much fucking. No, they so, did, man. Yeah. So pretty much like the whole Mexican culture is because like the Spaniards came and like pretty much pillaged ev- and pretty much took over mexico they used to yeah. it used to be just native americans yeah there's this show in uh el paso called viva el paso which if you're from el paso you know exactly what i'm talking about but uh it tells the story of the mexican people it's uh simply spaniards came over uh had babies with the native americans and boom you got yep. mexicans yep yeah and that that's what you have. Well, what's just crazy? They adopted their language and everything. And can you imagine a time or imagine like anything that were like, what if the Spanish didn't take over the 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 Mexicans or the like the Mexico, the, like the little continent right there? Yeah, it'd be a much larger amount of Native Americans, I believe. 
with like Native, think, Native like, American cultures you know, like, because I'm Mexico not, is like all Catholic now. I, I'm not trying to sound like a dick, but like, do you think like the Native Americans like they really got the short end of the stick of like oh absolutely right? You, you know? are not wrong in, you know, in like, thinking that they got conquered in every aspect of every sure. of everything. Yeah, my shit's so muddy too. I did the whole um, fucking. Um, uh, Ancestry.com. Uh huh. So like, I'm like the DNA swab yeah. and shit. Yeah. So I'm 48 percent Native American. 48 percent. Really? Wow, yeah. dude, that's, that's a, a good amount. Do you know, yeah. like, dude, that is enough percentage to like get like a uh, like scholarships for scholarships your even. Well, I have to go get aligned with a tribe, I guess, in order. And like, you, you, you can get like money for that and yeah. stuff. Like, dude, do you like they give percentages out to like 20 percenters? Yeah, like one eighth, I think, is the minimum. Like you Honestly, like get like yeah. monthly checks from the government for being like that much Native American. Pay me, motherfucker. Right? Like, like can't you? You yeah. can save I, yeah, on. I'm sure you can. You can like, save on like some college. Whatever, I, I'm pretty sure one of our our, our listeners th- doesn't he get one of those? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. Yeah. 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 I got I got to look into it. It's like I'm 48 percent Native American, 20 percent Spanish. I mean, but if you don't need it, why yeah. why why like take advantage? Right? For sure. I think I'm only like actually eight percent legitimately Mexican, like as in Spanish Mexican, yeah. and then everything's like all mixed up yeah. after that. It's like Italian. It's just like a melting pot. Yeah, it's like Italian. I even have Swedish in there, like it's all sort of mixed up. So it's like, how the fuck am I supposed to act? Like, how the fuck what am I supposed to do? Like, I'm only like once removed. I mean, if anything, I guess you're supposed to be smoking peyote and yeah, like sure. doing all that stuff. You I know, mean, that'd be legit. <laughs> you're once removed from what? Oh, like I'm only like once removed from. Uh, my relatives that do have that do talk like oh you know like that kind of uh, like fucking essay talk and shit oh uh, yeah yeah like SoCal yeah SoCal Hispanic yeah Mexicali talk and stuff like that but I, I don't know we just weren't raised that way I guess and I don't know if that was yeah. uh, if that was done on purpose to like breathe that out I'm, I'm not sure but just this is the way we came up it's not my fault. Yeah, it's possible that your parents or grandparents thought, like, we want to give our child I think the best was, possible yes. outlook and future. I Let's think, teach them English. I know a lot of yes. families in El Paso that uh, you can only speak English in the house and stuff, and you only really speak Spanish to your grandma because we want you to speak English. My we want you to be out there in America doing as much as you can in America. Yeah. Like, you can know Spanish, but we want you to know English. We want you to be in school yeah. and go to college. I think there was as a an American. certain push um, a couple years ago, and I think it's not just me. I think it's like a, a lot of families that were facing this, just like a, um, a way to assimilate with uh, just American culture and stuff. And I think they raised their kids in that certain way. And I'm a product of that, I think. Yeah. Just that, yeah. Which I think that did help you to survive in America. Like, is it a crime to articulate? I'm sorry, I don't think it is. I think it's fine, dude. Story of my life in El Paso. (laughs) Like, I was raised by a police officer and a physicist. Like the words that I would say just (laughs) got me made fun of only. Sorry. Like, I got made fun of. I was, yeah, I was, just, sure. I was just tweeting to our, oh, oh, no our listeners. Yeah. yeah, tweet it, man. And I think um, there is a certain, and I felt it too, um, 
I think even my kids feel this way too. There's like a certain stigma. Stigma. And there's also like bragging rights, kind of like when you're going through high school and stuff too, because I used to get made fun of all the time. So like almost like dumb yourself down to be like a part of that high school society. Like you almost it's almost seems like it's cooler to be dumb, I guess, than it is to be yeah to rise above that stuff, I think. Like people almost see it like a badge of honor to be an idiot. I don't know. I don't know. An idiot that's know. just like yeah. friends with everybody. Yeah. That I think people really like way. really like to um step into their their cultural areas and stay there you know because it's, it's it's such a big deal right now like even more like it's crazy like how like we're trying to get past cultural uh like all this cultural stigma and like everyone is treated treated as one yeah but like yet people still really stick to their cultural For sure. uh like their cultural bodies and stay there and i, I feel you know? like there's there is a certain power to that too like to own your past and your culture but also to uh transcend that i don't think that makes you who you are either well like to be quite honest man to be quite honest like i could i could claim and i am like most of me most of my dna is czechoslovakian okay i could claim that i have some native american in me um but like what are you really well i was born in the united states of america yeah i'm an american you're an American. Yeah. You know, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I am an American. That's what you are. Mm-hmm. Other than that, like, does it really fucking matter? Yeah. I think like, uh, I mean, I, I, I think I, I think for your own personal ancestry log, it matters. Yeah. You know, like, if you want to dive deep into, like, you know, if, if, if your family has kept track of that, which is awesome for those families that do, like, mm-hmm. I... I fucking fuck yeah to you guys because i would love to know more about my family history you know but like to have like the ancestry like logs and like all like the trees and everything that's fucking amazing but at the heart of the matter right now you are an american and i think i think that's what we need to focus on yeah you know what i mean i think it's cool to know that kind of stuff too like we we have a mutual friend somebody's here we have so too We have a mutual friend that uh, has a family crest. Do you have a family crest? Uh, yes. On my dad's adopted son, we do. That's crazy, man. Yeah. I wish yeah. I had one. I guess I don't. I did. Um, I did one of those uh, where I bought land in England. I own land in England. Do you really? I do. Um, I I bought it for uh, Emily and I's anniversary. So you buy like a, a patch of land in England, and then uh, what it does is it gives you a lord and lady title. So legally, I am an English lord legally. They've sent me like a, and they even sent me like a cheap. But but you're not a sir. Yeah, but I'm not a sir. No, you're just I, a lord because you own land. One day, I might be a sir, but yeah. not right now. Not right yeah. now. Yeah. But I do own land. Sir Eric. I do have a legal right to call myself a lord. I got a whole certificate and everything. Um, they even sent me like a crest for that patch of land, so I have uh-huh. like, I have just like this generic. So can you like like technically go to that patch of land and like build on it or uh, like do whatever the fuck you want with yeah, it? Yeah, you can actually. Yeah. Well, how much land do you own in? Just, I mean, it's only like I think it's like a a sixteen foot patch, like 16 oh really sixteen. Oh really? It's like a small thing where like yeah. there's like uh, just unowned land there that they sell off just so you can have the English title. Oh okay. Uh, but you can go there and visit for sure. 
So it's cool. Next yeah. time. I next own this time land. in England. I've dude, never been there. Dude, so next time you're in England, you need to put like a fucking stick. Be like, fucking yeah. Renteria is, is mine. Just you know, this is fucking mine, motherfucker, yeah. you know. Fucking A, dude. I got the coordinates and everything. You look it up on Google Maps. It's there. So you actually own property in England? Yeah. Own property in it. I don't. Oh, yeah. Still? Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Hmm. Water rights and everything. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. Where's that? In Blackfoot. Blackfoot, Idaho. Farmland. Nice. Yep. You grow whatever the I fuck s- you want over there. I saw there. a documentary not too long ago. Um, it dealt with uh, Pocatello. And I was like, oh, I yeah. know a guy from there. Yeah. What documentary was it? I forget it? what it was. Was it about one of the murderers over I, there? I think, I'm pretty sure it was. I yeah. watched a lot of true crimes. So probably was. Yeah. I went to that high school if it's the documentary I'm talking about. Oh, really? And it happened like a year after I graduated. Shit. What and, happened? Huh? What happened? So these two guys, they premeditated a murder um, of this of this, of this this girl. <clears throat> it, dude, it was a big fucking deal. And it's crazy. Like, these people are still in jail. And they premeditated a murder. They captured the whole fucking thing in video. Like, they capture the whole fucking thing. As one, like, like the before, like, like the weeks before, like uh, this was before as one does these days. It mm-hmm. was like, it was the start of this is what people do these days. Yeah. You know, it was, it was before, you know, I think it was like 2006. Dang. So that was a while ago. Yeah. You know, they premeditated this murder. Like they uh, recorded it, uh, videotaped it. Like she was babysitting and like, um, few miles away so they went to the where she was babysitting and pretty much just fucking slaughtered her man dang yeah some fucked up shit happens a lot these days it really does man it's fucking sad like like when my news feeds i swear to god i can't go fucking week without hearing like about school shootings For sure there's just one on friday where fucking wasn't uh, there two there was one in like los angeles and one in santa clara right yeah oh same i think it was the same one. oh was it oh they just they just grouped it in like yeah. one area two people died and uh couple injured just uh it's fucking wild man yeah uh, and the shooter pulled like the shooter just barely died today yeah so i i guess i'm time stamping this episode but yeah, yeah the, the shooter just barely died today because he pulled the, the gun on himself he didn't die immediately but he just died today yeah of course like fucking i was all interested because i'm a southern california yeah. born and raised and stuff so i looked it up um yeah it's just fucking um wild how this stuff keeps going on like fucking what what kind of person does it take to to pull something off like this like fucking mental instability yeah obviously i mean it's got to be right that's what, yeah. what it is you don't or someone that's just you know like i remember is being, it nature is it nurture like what what is well, wrong is, i remember people? like uh, well i don't remember like very clearly but i remember like when i was in high school there's a lot of emotions Right. For and sure. I remember having girlfriends that would send me fucking like, like suicide notes. Right. Mm-hmm. I, I might still actually have them because they were just like, I didn't want to throw anything away. It was crazy. Yeah. Like she would send me, like she would write me suicide notes about what would happen if I ever broke up with her or whatever. Are you still alive? So I can joke about this. They are still alive. Okay, cool. She is still alive. Crazy, man. Yeah. You know, but like, like when you're that at that age, and like you have all these like hormones and like all this this pressure to be something, you know, like something, anything, like all this pressure to be accepted, all this pressure to be like liked and followed, yeah. And um, and and, and then like the the thought that like any action you do could get could be viral at any moment in time, yeah. And even now, like, you that's know, like way stronger now. 
fucking with just how well, the thing we're is, dealing it with on a global scale now where you can yeah, yeah exactly like like back when when I was in school you know these kids like they didn't have this global platform of what they have right now you know they didn't have that yeah you know now that they have a global platform and they will go viral yeah like fucking that yeah you know and and like and that's enough for them to make a statement and be like you know you know what you whatever like intentions like whether they think they were bullied or or whatever it was like they know that they can make a point across now yeah you know and like now it's just like there's so much pressure to actually do it like you know what if you're quit being a bitch just fucking do it you know yeah like there's so much pressure to like be that person now you know so tough man. it is tough man it is tough but like i like my heart goes out to like the parents of like all these like all, all like the parents of like these mentally unstable like children that are you know like that can't be controlled right now like like i like i honestly think like there's there's a few things and i think one of them is like parents aren't around as much anymore you know, we are living in a two-income household. Yeah, society. Where I feel like a lot of that was happening when we were kids, though, too. Like fucking yeah, my, both my parents worked and that. My parents weren't around at all when we were growing up. Yeah, true. But but like, what do you blame it on? Like, can you blame it on social media? Like, if I if I blame it on social media, I'm just as like I'm just as harsh as that guy that blamed it on like Marilyn Manson yeah. or the Columbine. Like, what do you blame it on? You know, like, what are these answers? Like, I know we're getting the older, uh, like, the older area. Like, we're older now. Yeah. You know, so now we have a different point of view. Like, when we were younger, it was like, oh, you, you can't fuck with Marilyn Manson. Like, you you can't blame it on him. It's like, you know, like, where are these kids getting their influences from? Um, you know, like, like what is, like, what is the pressure? Like, what is, what is the driving force? Like, is it social media? Like, you know, maybe, like, maybe... What we need to be doing is like when we like when this stuff happens, we need to like release their social media account to see and, and get like statistics on like what's actually going on in their life through social media. So we could like kind of view and analyze what these kids are actually going through. I guess like, you know what freaking, I mean? like I can kind of understand it on some levels and stuff because I feel like I was uh, bullied and singled out and a lot of things, but I, but I had friends like i was able to align myself with like-minded individuals that felt the same way yeah so because i had those folks in my life and i didn't feel so alone probably made it a little easier for me at w- whether some people i guess don't have that um i saw a documentary a while ago too i, I might have just been called bully i'm not sure but i remember just like fucking weeping and stuff it was like really sad Cause like a lot of people don't have that, but it's just kind of, I guess I'm coming at from, from my point of view where I felt like, yeah, um, there were a lot of, I mean, mostly there were like people that probably should have had my back. I was like fucking like, they were like Mexican type folks and just fucking Cholo type folks that were like, just had it in for me and shit. Just did not like me because I, Act, I was coming to school wearing like Soundgarden t-shirts and shit like that. Yeah, I, like, yeah, I can deal with that shit. Yeah. Um, you, you you didn't uh, you didn't over exemplify like their culture. Yeah. 
And I remember coming to school sometimes, like, scared, like, fucking afraid to go to school because worried, like, I was going to get jumped or something like that. Um, but I never thought about shooting up my school, like, coming to school with a gun or anything. Yeah. But, yeah, obviously people have other um, views. And, I mean, we don't know what uh, a reason for why this guy did this or what this person was going through that did the shooting. Well, from what I've read, there's, like, not a motive. Like, that they found yet. Almost makes it even scarier, man. I I think it all chalks down to mental illness. Like, unchecked mental illness, it it takes a certain type of person to... uh, pull something like that off but you know like there's always been mental illness what is the change and difference between like the 2000s up through the the 99s down like there's always been a mental illness it's like where people just bred to be stronger and hold it in and like the 2000s up were they were they like more um bred to like express yourself and like do these like like what is what has changed there's always been mental instability and I mean, my argument too would be is like, where are these people getting these guns? Like, maybe not this newest one. I think this guy had like uh, a Glock or like a six shooter. This last person to do that, but most of these people that pull this stuff off have like military grade firearms and mm-hmm. shit, like fucking assault weapons that yeah. can fucking send out a lot of blasts. Where are they get? Where are these kids getting these guns? Well, that's a whole other subject on its own. It is. You know, I'm gonna use the bathroom. You guys figure this out. Well, I was about to read the bathroom. Out. Well, you know, like, <laughs> oh, oh, so like, John, hey, well, then we'll get light and talk about Disney Plus. So, like, John, like, what do you think has changed between like the 2000s and the and then the, like the 90s and the 80s, 70s, 80s, and 90s, mm. like with men- uh, mental instability? You know, like with the whole case well, of well, because you like before you didn't really hear too like too much about like these mass shootings and stuff like that you know but mental instabilities has always been there i think like that's a fact uh in my opinion i don't really have the facts but um i think people these days have a lot more time in their lives to like just sit around and stuff and sometimes just sitting around and not having like a an easy goal in mind because it's a lot harder to find yourself in a world where everything is readily available to you. Mm-hmm. And some people feel trapped like they don't know what they want to do or anything to the point. Like, don't really have a goal in mind to the point where they just want to end it all. Well, don't you think in like in the, like the 90s and earlier that'd be more of an issue? Because right now, like, everything is readily available to you. You have social media you have amazon anything you ever think of that you wanted you could have on the with your phone but before then like you had to go search for those things you know so like in my opinion i would feel more alone in this day and age in the in the 90s and earlier than i do now because right now i feel like i have everything that touched my fingers yeah but you also didn't grow up in like the 2000s era you like when you're a blank slate as a child in like the 2000s to 2010 era, um, there's just so much stuff, so much information bombarding you. It's hard to really figure out what is you and what is simply an influence on you that like before, like in the nineties and even 
the farther back you go, you realize this more and more is like, it's like in the fifties or something, you can just, you could do what your dad did. Like your dad could get you the job and get you there and you'd have a house and everything and stuff like that. But nowadays, like your parents probably live through like the recession and all these other things. And like companies are a lot less prone to like, giving people careers they give you a job but not a career more often than they did before and i think that scares people they have like they can see all these people doing things and living out their lives and i think some of these people feel like they're usually like very attached to the internet they see these people living their lives and like seemingly very important Words seemingly have their uh, lives together completely and know exactly mm. what they want to do. And I think people get scared. Like, I don't know what I want to do. What am I going to do? These people are like making money, just making videos or something the that entertain people. It, it the perception. The perception of making money. Yeah. Yes. And I think that scares people. They're like, well, I don't. That's kind of always been there, could, though, hasn't it? With like magazines, the perception of wealth, you know, like yeah, as magazines. Broad what, as it what, is now. It's probably. When you buy, it's easier. You know, when you buy cologne, like it's perception of success. You don't buy a cologne because it smells good. You buy a cologne because the perception of success. You see, Johnny Depp or or whoever the fuck is advertising the cologne and the success they've had. The perception of like if you have this cologne, like you will be more successful. And like these advertising companies are percepting the success. But it has evolved. Well, it definitely has. I, I am not disagreeing with you at all. You can't really do that anymore because people will think like, like people of my generation or like even earlier generation, they're starting to see like, okay, that's an actor being paid to talk about this bullshit. I don't give a shit about that. All right. So, it, so with the evolving, actor being paid, don't paid care. With, with your well, generation, with kids, you think they understand that. Yeah, so 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 my question to you, John, being this younger generation, and like these kids understand that more, why why is it more difficult to be accepted, and why like there's too much choice in the matter. Everything is free and open door and stuff because we've learned to like let's let's have an open door. Like the older generations have learned that, but to a younger person that is far too many choices to make yeah. as a young person to to make. Because before, like, yeah, you have choices. There are these choices to make. Just not as much. There's so much stuff. It bombards you mentally, and you can't really choose because you're afraid that what you choose may not be what you're good at. And more often than not, it's true. You're, you were simply influenced to do that. Yeah, it's like a lot of kids want to be like a graphic designer or a video editor or something that's fun and stuff like that. But like, that's not the reality of you. True. And stuff. While it is, it influences you a lot. That may not be what you. Are quote unquote meant to do, mm-hmm. and just having all these choices in front of you can really make you go nuts. You know, yeah, it can make you go nuts. Like if 
Like, have you ever had those moments where you have so many video games that you don't know what to play? For sure, yeah. Or you have so many channels to watch. I'm a Steam customer. You're That's not, a common problem. Yeah, you don't. <laughs> you have so many choices, yet you don't want to do any of them. And imagine all of those games were free. Yeah. You would have no idea what to start with, and everyone's telling you, like, well, you, ha you have to pick something. This is your life you're talking about. Mm -hmm. It gets, like, it fucks with your mind. For sure. Like, it's just, so good, it's bad. Everything's you know? just so accessible these days and so easy, fucking. Yeah, like, I could learn to be a leather worker. Yeah. Am I meant to be a leather worker? Who knows? Do I have an aptitude for that? You think it's... Maybe uh, not, but it won't stop someone from taking my money and teaching me how to do it, no. you know? Like, gone are the days where my father was a leather worker, I am a leather worker. Like, yeah, it might be a simple life, but it's a life that you don't have to make decisions on, you know? You think it is an issue of identity and stuff? Just like... I think it is an issue of identity. Uh, you you want to be good at something. Most people, they see the media that they come out with these days where people are good at a subject or something like Indiana Jones. Yeah. He's smart. He's classic stuff. He's classic. Classic archetype. Yes. You want to be good at something you do, but sometimes you're not good at something. And like you have all these readily available uh, subjects. And it's like, if I'm not good at this, what am I good at? Yeah. I only have a million other subjects to review to find out what makes me happy for sure yeah i get that and each of them costs money and time and effort so it gets scary at one point when you're when you've already made a couple of choices and both of them have like not worked out for you here's the part that i find scary really is that this has now become so commonplace the news cycle is so quick and we just like rush through all this stuff and it's now these like shootings and these mass killings are so commonplace now where they can just come in one day and just be gone the next and nobody's talking about them like that's yeah. fucking lame like jesus christ like fucking we're talking about issues that will affect people's lives for years to come people mm -hmm. dead people injured and stuff like that people that they're they're, they're affecting mm -hmm. these people's lives in the long term and the reactions that the and it's people in, and in power yeah. take on these things. And it's like, let's, you know, because, like, fucking shit like gun control in the NRA is, like, such a hot button, hot topic. It's just, like, fucking, let's just uh, ride the wave, get through this, and just move on to the, because tomorrow will be another news story. And that's, uh, it's pretty dark, man. Well, it's, it's, it's weird, too, because I feel like these politicians, what they do with these stories and these well they're not stories with with what's going on is they're like oh we'll focus on gun control we'll focus on this we'll focus on that but does anything really change and will gun control actually really help anything yeah i haven't seen any real you know big I mean? change yeah in my opinion like from what i've seen there's no change what do we want it's been from years i yeah. mean because because yeah. like even in this state and, and plenty of other states around you have like background checks and all this stuff. And California is like one of the most 
um, gun control states there is in the union. And, you know, Still people happens. find a way. I mean, yeah, it's that's the tough part. Shit. Yeah, we can talk about gun control. We can talk about background checks and maybe like mental checks and stuff before you can get one. Bottom line is these people are going to get guns no matter what. So how do we solve this issue? Well, it, it goes down to the, it like it parallels with any other issue that we have in this country. Like, how do we solve this? Well, it's here. How do we solve it? Well, there's, there's way to maybe alleviate some of the pain, but you can't solve it. You can't solve mass shootings. You can't solve gun control. You can't solve homelessness. You can't solve the drug epidemic. Like there is so much going on right now. Like is we're not going to live in a utopia. Yeah. It is. How do we, that's the way we're going right now. It's going to like, how do you alleviate some of the pain? You know, like I, I, I don't know. And, and like, and I think that's where we need to, we need to step up as the American citizens and really think about like what we're doing and these people that represent us. We're voting in these people that represent us. Mm -hmm. That's why we vote. We vote for people that represent us. And are those people really representing you? That's the problem. Come down to that Batman issue. Because the only thing I fucking see, the only thing I fucking see in politics is millionaires and billionaires in politics. I never see an average, middle class, average Joe running for office. Yeah. You know, the average Joe is what makes up this fucking country. Do you guys... And if it is, it's some actor that's like, this is Joe. He's an average Joe. Who was that one guy that Obama always had? Some actor guy. And I really feel like that that was the appeal of Donald Trump. It's like, people almost thought he was just an average, an American worker. Businessman. Because he talked. He's a businessman. He talked for the American worker. Almost like riding the line. Exactly. He was following the gray area. Exactly. And that's why he got elected. He was, you know, he wasn't a politician. He was a businessman. A businessman should make this country great, right? He was boots on the ground. I feel like that's kind of the issue, especially with this past week and everything that we learned is that he is a businessman and maybe more out for his bottom line than anyone else's. Well, that's the fucking problem with business is everyone is out for their bottom line. Yeah. The thing is, no one is representing us for the betterment of humankind. We live in a sad fucking time, I'll tell you that. I mean, we could go to a uh, 100% socialist system. It's not going to work because no one is going to accept it. Mm -hmm. Like, no one's going to accept that. No one is going to accept for working for free and just getting the stuff that you deserve. Yeah. Yeah. And this whole thing called human nature, anyone given an exceptional amount of power will eventually, like, cut corners and do whatever is easiest for them. What's the issue, right? Well, people with power want more power. Yeah. Or they're just not going to give a shit because they have theirs. Yeah. What do they care about you? And, and and that and that like this whole grand scheme of things is really hard to pinpoint like how to fix things because you can't fix things. Yeah. There's you, multiple people in the world. There's you just multiple can't, solutions. You just can't put some duct tape on it. And that's what yeah. our leaders are doing is fucking duct tape. Duct tape, duct tape, duct tape. Push it on to the next guy. 
the with next enough electing. water and enough sun corrosion and with enough beating that duct tape will fucking fail. True. In this state, particularly, we are the most taxed state in the union. Look at what's going on in this state. We're getting fucking taxed up the asshole. And like they have fucking full blown control of whatever we're doing. Like we voted for $30 tabs. You know what the state is doing? Suing to get like they're suing to get that law like repossessed pretty much. They don't want that law. So they're going to sue the fucking whoever they're suing to make sure that law doesn't pass. So our vote, does our vote really fucking matter anymore? If you could just sue every time you don't, you disagree with the vote. We voted for that shit. When you voted for the SRT three tax, when we all voted for that, you deceived them. The, like the Washington voters, yeah. you promised all these fucking new public transport, like transportation systems. You didn't deliver and you gave us false promises and you like you lied about everything you were doing with it, and then all of a sudden everyone has five hundred dollar car registration tabs, and now the voters pass for thirty dollar car tabs. They're gonna sue us. They're gonna sue, so that doesn't go through. Does our vote really fucking matter at that point? It doesn't. Where does where does the corruption stop? Where does it end? That's the tough part, right? And fucking even just with like gerrymandering and shit like that, fucking. It doesn't, it, I know people like say vote or die. It almost seems like that shit doesn't matter anymore. I don't you fucking have, vote anymore, dude, because yeah. I like, I can't handle it. Cause like, it, like, what am I supposed to do? Yeah. What am I supposed to do? Yeah. They'll always, you know, do, they'll always weasel out of it. Like I, it, it is a vote or, or die thing. It, it is way. a vote or die thing, but you know what? You're going to vote and you vote for these policies that this, representative is promising you and nothing fucking happens. Mm -hmm. Nothing fucking happens. The, the reason ever. you voted for this person ever, nothing happens ever. Nothing fucking happens. But we all just keep fucking moving along. Raise the tax every year. Going. It's, uh, it's tough. We kind of, we, we do need like a shakeup. And I think like a lot of the reason why Donald Trump was elected was because he was promising some kind of shakeup up there, but it, and he it, has. It, it's the same old bullshit, man. It's the same. Dude, he's shooken up more even, than like anybody else has. I would argue, right or wrong. I would argue it's even more worse so than than it was a couple of years ago. I I would argue it's gotten worse. The amount of corruption and back dealings and stuff. I think it's worse than it than it ever has been before. The economy is good. Economy is good. That's the only reason why the Dow is up. I'm afraid he's going to be elected again because the economy is good. But I mean, the way things are going right now, everybody's predicting uh, that we are going to hit a recession. What we have going on right now, it's not sustainable. That's why I feel sorry for whoever comes in next. Like, let's say Donald Trump does get voted out and a Democrat gets elected. He's not going to get voted out. Let's say he does. A Democrat gets elected. Because, like, right now, we're not on a great path. Um, shit's going to be going down here pretty soon. Um, whoever gets elected next, or, or I hope it's him, too, so he can take the fall for all this. We are we, we are about to enter some dark times. Well, okay, so I, I will be... I will be... I will play a little bit of a devil's advocate right now. People have been saying that for four years with Donald Trump and the economy. Oh, it's just, it's just a thing. 
it'll pass. Next year, it'll, he'll get it. It'll be a huge recession. Last four years, everyone has said that, like pr practically every six months, we're going to go into a huge crash, huge crash, huge crash. And then in every six months, every it quarter, goes it goes up. Yeah, I hope we do so I get a house finally. See what happens. You know, like the mortgage down, rates actually. are a fucking at an all time low. Building is at a pretty much an all time high. Like fucking this, like even like we are in a state of like where China, like we have all these tariffs and all this stuff going on, and our economy is still doing good. Like I'm not, tr I'm, I'm not trying to be a, a pro Trumper, but like. I get what you mean. I get what you mean. You know, it's hard to say those words. It's hard to say like he is doing a here. bad job financially and economically. I would say it's more of an uprising from the last administration okay. than it is from what he's done. Are you sure? It's been I, I four guess. years since Obama's yes, been in. For sure. And these things take a while to get put into place. I mean, fucking that's the way it works and shit. Like fucking. So um, what if he gets elected and it's still this upward trend? It's always been a decline, and it's proven, like, through every time a Republican takes office, when the Democrat comes in, we're, we're com we are coming in from, like, really, they take the shit under the stick, because from everything that was done those past couple years, they're dealing with all those fucking changes that were done, that are actually fucking starting to take place in real time. And we, when, when they take office, like we're entering into declines and shit. So it is an uphill battle. Well, the thing is time. the same could be said for a Republican, all of their stuff, all the Democrats rules and regulations and all this stuff. It takes a couple of years to get. How do you feel about, uh, um, like EPA rules and shit, like all the stuff that's been rolled back. Like obviously, oh, I think it's, it's bullshit. It's done to create more jobs, like for sure. It is. Yeah. So like that part's good, but in the grand scheme of things, it's fucking over, over everybody. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we are in a the thing. You know it, why it works? There's though? no easy answer. You know why it <laughs> there works? There is no easy answer. There is no. You know why it works? Why? It's because we are in a here and now society. How are we doing here and now? I'm in a tough spot because I have kids that are going to need to grow up in this world that we're creating now. Like I need to answer for that one day. Like should they get, they have to take a, it's not just me taking care of mine. It's going to be them taking care of theirs too. Years from now. You know, like I have a weird opinion about this and my opinion is generations have been saying that for generations. Mm-hmm. Arguably, though, we are in the worst shape we've ever been now. I mean, I'm sure other uh, generations have said the same thing, too. Arguably, I'd say yeah. we're not in a worse situation than we are right now. Maybe ethically, we're in, like, maybe top five. Yeah, and give it... Economically, no. Ethically and, like, public opinion, Public no. opinion. You but, know, like, when you... But you have to think, like, Great Depression... Or wars, True. if you take war statistics. You have to take 2008. 2008. Statistics. The 2008 recession when everyone lost their fucking house and we're went probably, into foreclosure. We're probably fucking two steps away from that shit, though. Nowadays. Yeah. Like, fucking... Could be. We're, yeah, we're, we're there. We're, we're there, man. Like, fucking... It's probably going to happen. The problem is why it's not... The, the reason it's not going to happen 
and I'm not economicist, economic or whatever. Economist. Economist. Our economy's doing good. I'm an hashtag economicist. Economicist. <laughs> It'll be spelled out economist. Like, our economy's doing good. People have jobs. People are working. Arguably, they are. I have a job. Arguably have. You have a job. Like, I do. But I have uh, I know a lot of people that have been steamrolled out of jobs. Like, nobody, especially like in our business and stuff like that. Um, That's your, the thing is, okay, keep going. Come yeah. on. So I, um, there are people um businesses are i mean it seems like it's doing good right and stuff like that but yeah like uh especially with like all these um factory jobs and stuff like that there are a lot of factories closing down right now like all the stuff that trump ran on to save these jobs a lot of these factories are closing um and that hasn't been widely reported on um well uh, in my business too there has been more cuts in the past year and there has been like in in years past it's scary yes i have a job thank thank god i have a job um but it's not the way things are going like being on the ground up especially in my position just seeing what i've been seeing um and knowing uh friends that i've had and stuff like going through all these problems it's um it's not sustainable long-term like i i have people uh hit me up too in california and stuff like that like folks that have like two jobs that still can't support their families it's fucking bullshit man well that's also a california problem that's true the th- okay so the factory jobs still doesn't I, make it right I, I, still I doesn't make it right. let's get back down to factory jobs those factory jobs are probably going to be losing anyway and i have a feeling well i don't have a feeling but like isn't that what the Chinese tariffs are for? Is to bring back these American jobs? To make it more profitable for Americans to keep the... See... Hasn't been see, working. See, see what people's... My argument is it's not no, working. No, no. See, the, the per- perception is... If, That's what we're if, told, but it's oh, okay. not working. The perception is if American jobs are leaving for China or India or anywhere else where manufacturing is cheaper, is the president's fucking fault, right? Where do you blame the company? No, that's that's totally true too. They're looking out for their bottom line as well. Exactly. And where they can get this. Like, work when do you need to start blaming the company possible, and not sure. the president? No, I totally believe that. Yeah. Sure. You know, and these these tariffs with China, yeah, they're affecting a lot of people. They are affecting a lot of manufacturing. They're affecting everybody that shops from China. Should you be shopping from China, or maybe sourcing your income from American people? So let's see some of that. Let's let, well, yeah, well, let's build and keep these factories here instead of fucking worrying about your bottom line. Let's worry about the bottom line of what America is. And it's, that's it's his job. It's good talk, but it's not happening is my argument. Is that all the president's fault, though? Like how like I want to know, how is that the president's fault that these companies are choosing to go to China or India or any other manufacturing company place? That manufactures cheaper than the United States. How is that the president's fault that these companies are choosing to go somewhere else? It's true. 
It's true. I'm not trying to make this podcast about President Trump. What I'm trying to say is the whole system within itself is broken. Oh, it is. Yeah. And I'm, I, I'm just, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm playing here. Yeah. Like I'm asking questions. Yes. Yeah. I like asking these questions. Mm-hmm. I want, I want to know like how, like it, you know, if people have opinions, I want to know like how those opinions, you, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I'll, I will play this all day. Well, like, let, let me, let me take you back to last fall where the government was not, um, being funded and stuff. And Trump was holding up the funding for, uh, so people were, getting, people were out of work and not getting paid. Um, I know a lot of these people mm-hmm. like fucking just like as random friends. So like, I'm, uh, in a way I'm like on the ground floor seeing how it's affecting people that I know and care about. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of shit's fucking lame. I would say. Well, let me bring Especially you like back around, to around Christmas time. Well, let too. me well let me bring you back to 2012 when Obama did the exact same thing. Oh, it's true. Yeah, I mean that's the argument. That's a classic argument, right? What um what administration doesn't do this? I mean, yeah, I guess that's. I will say that the government's correct. been shut down many times. Yeah, my dad works for the government. He at least once every like three years, it's. Like, oh, well, I have a little vacation going. I mean, it's, it's, it's going to happen. And you well, do get one, back pay. Yeah. The last one was a record for as far as the, how shit goes. So what I'm afraid of is we're coming up on that time again because of this whole impeachment thing. Um, Are we going to be able to make a deal? Like, is this going to be I mean, the worse than it was last year? How is that going to affect you, though? It's not... How's that going to affect the majority of the people? It'll affect the people that I care about, I would say. Those people are going to get back pay. Is that, do they get back pay? They do, yes. My brother also got, I don't know how it works, but he also, he's a corrections officer at, like, basically a guard at a prison. And, like, they shut him down, and I'm thinking... It's because he's a federal prison. Who, who's watching the prisoners? (laughs) Who's there right now? You know, if you're I'm, not there, who's there? Like these are all like I, I, I'm federal though. You know, I would love to have funded. Like I would love to have on this podcast like a, uh, like people that are more politically active than I am. Yeah. This is a lot of hearsay too. You know, like, I'm not politically active. It doesn't affect me personally, but yeah, it would be interesting. I will to say to one thing. Point of view, who it does and stuff to see how they. I will say out. one thing, like, and what I've gathered from politics is the thing that affects me most is state politics and if you're gonna yeah. vote vote state poll i don't vote federal at all yeah if you're gonna vote definitely do your local do your local the more local the better you know that's where in my opinion it really fucking matters yeah because at the federal point like the reason i don't really get into federal stuff is it's all it's all show it's all it's basically wwe without the wrestling People just get on a mic. They have something to say that someone. Arguably, I wish it was more WWE. That more people would pay attention. Some analyst said, "Like, oh, may, dude, yeah. if you say this, according to my analysis, if you say this, you're gonna get way more people." And Here's they the just go, "I'll say it." Here's the answer. I love fucking answers. Government is fucking totally already theatrical. I say go fucking. Balls in, balls deep, and make it more WWE. We have Den- Devin Nunez on 
fucking thing to say, let me tell you something, brother. Like, we, we need that type of theatrics. I want to awaken people around here. Like, we need yeah. fucking that. Maybe that. that's what Trump is doing. Yeah. Own the mic, maybe. He, he might be a he's secret genius. He's getting people into it, you he know? He might be a secret genius. I don't know. I think he's an intentional heel <laughs> designed to, like, he's an intentional heel to get people to get behind certain things. So he acts like a dick. So in order to, if something, if there's an issue that arises that the government wants to, wants heard, mm-hmm. he just says like, he just says some dick hole thing about it, you know? And then suddenly it's flooding. That whole scenario is just flooded amongst Twitter and Facebook and all this. And, uh, he then succeeds by like pushing that whatever that um that subject is cuz it's like if he really wanted nobody to talk about it he would have offhandedly like mentioned it and it would be a footnote amongst the thing but no what does he do it's like oh the pipeline or whatever he makes this big to-do about it, and suddenly everyone is talking about it. And I don't think that a man of his, like, a man at his level would do that unintentionally. Like, it's it seems intentional to, like, talk about things that would, like... Mess I, with his image? I thought about it for a while. Like he I might guess. be some kind of secret genius. But I, I don't think he is anymore, really. And uh I don't know. Like do you guys are you guys following this whole impeachment thing? Uh, yeah, a tad bit. You, yeah, uh he's obviously I heard when they did yeah. start the impeachment thing. He's sure. he's obviously guilty. Like obviously. Like this happened. This is like common yeah. like like you can just look at it. Welcome! (laughs) Stone Cold stunnered him. (laughs) He's obviously guilty. Um, I don't what that means. I don't know. Um, Do I? Yeah, it's like, do I think he's trustworthy in any way? No. No. Who is really? Uh, I just don't want to give him my attention. I think that's because it seems like his negative attention is the attention that he wants. I don't know. It's tough. It's hard, especially because they're they're pushing this whole fucking. um, So here's what's going to happen with the whole fucking impeachment thing. Right. We're going to go through this whole fucking dog and pony show. Um, So far, like uh, the Republicans all have his back. So what's going to happen is that we're going to push to impeach. Peach is going to go up to the Senate. Um, and then all the Republicans are going to vote against it and that'll be the end of it. And then next year he can run that. Hey, look at, they tried to impeach me and it didn't work. They're liars, blah, 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 blah. It's all just fucking just, ugh. it's, it's all just a fucking big discussion. It's already show. been decided. Yeah. It's already been decided. Everybody's already made up their minds. This isn't happening. He's not going to get impeached. It's not happening. Yeah. It's a losing war. It's just not going to happen. All the Republicans got his back. Fucking, we have a lot of big name Republicans uh, about to come up for re-election next year. They want to get this done as quickly as possible because if it drags on, it's gonna look really bad on them next year. Fucking Lindsey Graham and fucking uh, Mitch McConnell, like fucking, it's 
they need to get this done now. And that's what they're promising and shit. They'll get it done by Christmas. That way, going into this next year, they can say, look at, like, because fucking the uh, Republicans have the majority in the Senate. So he's he's not getting impeached. Oh, he's going to get impeached, but it's not going to it's not going to go anywhere. Um, and that way, next year they can all run that he was acquitted on it, and he can run on that. Like, hey, look at they tried to come at me with this; it wasn't true. I was acquitted because of the Republican rule. I mean, we're going all in on this whole Trump thing. Um, I don't even know what my point is, but has anybody seen Disney Plus? <laughs> I'm looking <laughs> at it right that. now, actually. <laughs> I'm looking at Disney Plus. You know, I think it's all just a, it's a sideshow, man. It, you know what it does? It gets it gets the Americans distracted. For sure, uh, that's what's that's what's going on. And that what yeah. it is. That's why fucking that this whole shooting happened on Friday, and now it's already it's out it's out of the ether now. It's done. It's over and done with. Like fucking got people dying out on the streets, and nobody's talking about it. Not one Republican senator said shit about it. Nothing. Like fucking it's done. Like this happens all the time. It's accepted. That's just the society we live in. That we're just gonna have to fucking um, to live quote, in fear. To quote Mick Mulvaney, we just gotta deal with it. We just gotta get over it. That's it. Adapt. Adapt. Just adapt. That's a big gaming thing right now. Is what uh, <laughs> a lot of uh, gaming companies say. It's like if something's fucked up with the game, adapt to it, yeah. bitch. You know, that Let's pisses that. me off about games, though. Because if you exploit a glitch that gets you unlimited money, I just adapted and now you're banning me? Mm-hmm. Fuck you! Right, What's it's adapt until we decide no. Yeah. Which is just a metaphor for the government, too. Yeah. Adapt until we say no. You adapt until, so, until it takes money out of my pockets and fuck you. Yeah, so yeah, should, we, uh, should we talk about Disney Plus or do you want to do some random questions? Ooh. Uh, Let's do random questions. Woo! Random questions about Disney Plus. I will relate it to Disney Plus as best I can. I mean, because we got, uh, let's do a, we got a couple more episodes tomorrow, so. Yeah, that's fine. On IBM, I'm seeing this house ad. Sorry if I go get one more beer. Uh, How how about I fill this shit up? Okay. And then we'll do random questions. You guys talk among, how about you guys talk, since you guys are the Star Wars fans, you guys talk about uh, Mandalorian Mandalorian a little bit. Spoilers. All right, but so, I do think this is what's best for Star Wars—a good TV series. I will say that, and I am going to watch it, and I'm very excited to watch it. Yeah, watch it before you watch this podcast. Okay. Politics so, sucks. It does suck. It's one of those facts of facts of life that sucks. So, I do want I do want everyone to know that. I do, <laughs> I am a one hundred percent devil's advocate. Yes, I like you to will. ask questions. You will. I, I like to pick people's brains and stuff. I like to get people pissed off. I like to get people thinking. That's what's great like, about America. You, you know what I mean? Like I like to get people thinking. It's mm-hmm. it's not because like I'm a Trump supporter or a non-Trump supporter. Yes. I just want I just want people to fucking <laughs> get get emotional about shit. For sure. You know what I mean? Like I want people to when they talk to me about certain issues i want people to get emotional about it yeah. i want people to i want to see and i want to hear people's real emotions about topics if i want Does someone to sense? be cynical totally. it should be about something as important as politics Sometimes. you know like if you you're if you're gonna be cynical like do it about something important 
not about Star Wars or whatever. Do it about politics or something that yep. affects our lives. Like, be ever vigilant. That's what I love about, like, America is everyone's vigilant and no one... It's harder here to get away with bullshit. Yeah. Because somebody somewhere is going to call you out. And I like that people out here are willing to straight up call some other, call some billionaire out, you know? Like, if, I mean, arguably, we still live in the fucking greatest country. We won the lottery. We won the lottery. We've been born. I'm living in Chateau de yeah. Jaman. Chateau de Jaman. You know, like, I have fucking vineyards, apples, fucking yes. cherry trees. Fruits of his labor, literally. Yeah. You know, I'm just waiting. Sitting outside, I'm, ready I'm, for him to. You know, I'm just weep. waiting to bake a pie. We're going to build a wall around John Man's <laughs> property. And keep we're going to save it. Keep all the raccoons out. None of the riffraff. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Dude, I fucking love Disney Plus. So, it gets me hard as a rock. Can I tell you guys a little bit about Disney Plus right now? Um, it is an amazing service, arguably uh, the only corporation that could possibly pull something off like this is Disney, where you have uh, just pretty much all the content you'll ever need. Almost seems like the only streaming service you ever need. There's so much shit on here that you can watch between Marvel and your Pixar's and your Disney content. I mean, it is I, the greatest. When I was watching it, though, I was wishing that Disney made like... The quality of Disney merged with horror movies, I think, would be an incredible thing. Here's the thing, too, right? I want scary movies made by Disney. Like they own 20th Century Fox with a huge catalog now. Yeah. When I'm, is that going to be included? I think, give them like half a year. Like six months, they'll definitely come out with some 20th Century Fox, but I think give them like an, yeah. a whole year. And they'll be coming out with some good IP For that sure. they could put on there. I think that's why they we talked thought about, about botting. Yeah. They, they have the Simpsons on there, but like fucking, yeah. you have your diehards and you, you have like aliens, aliens is Fox, yeah. predators, yeah, Fox. Come on now. I think that's what I want to see. I want to see just a bit more adult stuff. Like it doesn't have to be sexual or anything, but mm -hmm. I want something that the creators of these shows that are really good, to make something that's not not super Disney oriented. I'm all for family enjoyment, togetherness as a family and watching mm -hmm. everything that watching something that your kids can watch too. I get that. But I I want to see that quality in like a horror movie. That'd be nice. And I think they're in a position to really uh do that you know with owning 20th century fox and having disney plus like i get before you had to release a theatrical movie put it in theaters and put your name on it that they might not want to do that but i think now just like netflix does they can throw shit at the wall on disney plus and see how it does you know they can they can they can just throw shit at the wall and find out what works and everything and I I guess I just want them to experiment more, mm -hmm. not so much with the family fun but with anything they want anything that the creators want to do. They should be willing to put on Disney Plus, you know, for sure. Because the way they organize it, it's really easy to just find what you're looking for. You can have. You can go to the kids section, you just click on the Disney section, and you're there. But 
add like a 20th Century Fox area that kids are going to be turned off to and put some of the more adult-oriented stuff. Yeah. Mm, like, it doesn't have to be sexual. I just want some, like, good quality, like, maybe horror or suspense or, like, spy thriller. Well, that's what Hulu's going to be for. They're going to put all their adult content on Hulu. I don't want to buy Hulu. Well, you get I it buy with Disney. the package. Yeah, but I mean, with ads? I don't want that. <laughs> Isn't that free Hulu right there? Is Hulu with ads is just free Hulu, right? No. I paid. Or do they have free Hulu? Which is Hulu very, with very, ads, very limited. And then, yeah. Nah. I think the services I have right now are Prime, CBS Plus, uh, Disney Plus, and HBO Go, I guess. You have Netflix? Sorry, I got Netflix too, yeah. I guess that's just a given. Everyone has yeah, Netflix. Everyone's right? got Netflix. Yeah. Nowadays. I have Netflix, Disney Plus, Funimation. The only reason why I have CBS, too, is for fucking Picard in yeah. January. Oh, I'm excited about that. Yeah. Yeah, I have Netflix, um, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, Hulu, now ESPN Plus. Which is Disney. Yeah. I got I got it with the bundle. So a couple things that I've seen on Disney Plus that have been really good are pretty much like just the documentaries and stuff. The Imagineer, um, which which I was like totally the most excited about. I've only seen the one episode of it. It was fucking fantastic. Like, for, I think every viewing that I've seen on Disney Plus has um, given me an emotional response from it. Every time I That's go good. on there to watch something, it gives me some kind of emotional response where I'm just like, uh like fucking eyes watering and stuff like that. That Imagineer episode was fucking deep and great. Uh, they have a Pixar short on there called Float. Have you have you seen that yet? Float? No. So it's about like this. Uh, it's just like a, a little seven minute. If you haven't seen it yet, fucking watch it. Little seven minute little vignette uh, of a uh, a dad who's playing with his kid. And he's like blowing fucking, um, just like fucking, what are those called? It's fucking those weeds and stuff. And they have like. Oh, dandelions? Dandelions, yeah. Blowing dandelion. The kid blows the dandelion and starts flying away. And like he can fly. And like the neighbors are all looking at them all weird. He grabs the kid and he's like, oh my God. I'm like, I can't. The Don't. kid is flying? Yeah, kid's flying. Okay. So he grabs his kid, like tries to hold him down. And then the ghost and hides in his house and he's like all afraid. And then flash forward a couple years where the kid's like starting school. Dad's like fucking looks tired as hell. He's been hiding his kid all the way. He's like putting rocks in this kid's backpack to keep him down. And they're walking to school and they see all these kids playing at a playground. And he's like looking around like, oh, look at all these kids playing. And he looks down at his kid and his kid's gone. And he's like looking around. The kid's like flying around the fucking playground. And he goes to like retrieve the kid, grabs him, starts dragging him away. All the kids want to do is fucking, like, the whole thing's done without any audio at all. It's just music. And he's dragging this kid away, and the kid's crying because all he wants to do is play with the other kids. And the only fucking um, dialogue in the whole fucking thing is he turns to his kid and he's like, God, why can't you just be normal? And the kid's like, (laughs) like, lowers his head and starts crying. Dude, I was, like, at home, and I was like, Niagara Falls. I'm like, oh, my God. So deep. Um, 
I had a picture like I, I thought the story was gonna end like with like the kid being like fifty years old or something like that. No, no, no. <laughs> anyway, makes the other kids fly. They, they figure it out and they have like a great time. But oh my god, it's just like this like little bit of content in here that they can now do and they have this like platform to do it. Oh my god, it's amazing. Which brings me to the savior of the whole Star Wars universe, fucking the Mandalorian. Dear God, one of the best fucking shows I've seen. It's pretty much like, and I love Westerns. It's pretty much a fucking Western of a gunslinger who is this Mandalorian, Mm -hmm. just fucking a cowboy, pretty much bounty hunter going through the Star Wars universe. Uh, I I don't even know. We can't get into spoiler alerts or anything, but can we do spoilers? Uh, People have probably already seen it. So, so new, so maybe we'll save it, but it leads up to we'll, we'll, we'll a just, big, yeah, just give your yeah, impressions. It gives like a it leads it's opening up the Star Wars universe in a way the movies have never had before, which yeah. is like which I'm excited about because I've never been like I have watched every single Star Wars movie, never been a fan, and what I've always felt Star Wars needed was a TV series to explore some of the lore. Yeah. Yeah, to, like give something give, with time. Give us some backstory. Give us some time. Exactly. I feel like this. And is I'm excited exactly about that. What the show does. And I, I'm excited about that. I think this is this is what the Star Wars universe needs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, there's too much writing on the movies that yes. they're not going to explore anything. They're going to give you a Star Wars story. They have. Well, Maybe uh, two and a half hours. And that's what I to reach. And that's what I appreciated so much about the Rogue One. I really liked the Rogue One. Yeah, that was like yeah. one of my favorite movies. From like, let's Rogue add a Darth cool. Vader scene. And yeah, expand exactly. on Darth Vader. Where exactly. does he live? Even J.J. Um, Abrams, the first Force Awakens, was like, yes, this is feeling like more like Star Wars. This is great. This is what I used to to love when I was a kid. This feels great. It's like we're capturing it. After watching The Mandalorian, I realized that that was not true. Yeah, this is the first time I ever, uh, dude. Episode fucking two, without even the prequels, be damned. Fucking JJ's movie, be damned. Ryan Johnson's movie, be damned. This is like the first time I've actually had that Star Wars feeling. Yeah, since oh my the gosh, dude. Well, you know, like the Mandalorian, w- w- which is awesome because with the Star Trek universe, it's always been the series and all the lore, and the movies were just kind of uh, the movies were a piece. Of Star Trek, Star Trek wasn't the movies. Star Trek was the series. You already had that lore, and yeah. I'm excited for Star Wars fans to have, you know, like a series that explores the lore, that explores the fundamentals of what Star Wars is. And you can do that you with know. shows, exactly. Uh, as to like we've been talking about this for years. Yeah. This is what Star Wars, and then like this is what Batman needs. Mm-hmm. You know, oh we've been. <sighs> You know, yes. exactly. This is totally what Batman You know, is. we've been talking about this, like, th- this for years, and this is what Star Wars needs. Like, I'm not a Star Wars fan because I don't care for their storytelling in their movies. They need a series. Like, I think Star Wars is a TV series yeah, would be a fucking time. phenomenal. Sure. It'd be great. A great, you know, like, Game of Thrones fucking style TV series would be amazing. And this is what Mandalorian is doing. And I'm yeah. excited. I'm going to watch it. You know, and, and I'm happy for those super Star Wars fans out there. I, I truly am. As a Star yeah. Trek fan, I'm happy it was that you like, guys finally get a little glimpse of what it's like to be a Star Trek fan. I think it's done so well, too, that it works without... It would work without having the Star Wars 
um, handle next to it. Like it could work as for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, that's, that's why point. Star Trek. That's why Star Trek works so well. Is mm-hmm. like you have the series, like the movies. You could watch them and they fill in gaps, but do you really absolutely need to watch the movies? Not, not, not really. Not particularly. Well, with Picard, Maybe you, the last you one. might, you might. There's like ten or fifteen episodes you probably should watch, and at least yeah. one movie. You know, but other than that, like the movies are just an extension of the storyline. You know, and that's something that Star Wars, their storyline has always been the movies, and you could only tell yeah. so much within two and a half hours. Yeah, you know, you like, you have like what forty, fifty years of lore. And that everything you put in in nine is movies, one and that's detail it. that's yes. taken out in nine movies, you know, like how and it, it is all you about know that I mean? build up too. Because fucking, I will tell you that even just that two minute, that last Picard trailer, two minutes, I was just like, oh my god, like it's yeah. so. <laughs> but because you have that lore that's all built up, you like, know everything that's that's yeah, going on. You can fill you know? in the, the you can fill in the blanks and shit for yourself, yeah. and you're like fucking. Oh my God! You're excited. But like the Mandalorian and Star Wars, they're kind of they're just barely venturing out in that. Yeah. So like you don't know what's going on right now. And I think that's the amazing you part know? too is that you're not. It's not really following anything, and you're not really expecting it to like. It's not. Following you can actually be surprised. Yes. I mean, it's it's dude, like, I, like I will oh, say this firsthand yes. from a diehard Star Trek fan and someone that's watched every single Star Trek or Star Wars movie. I am, and I. Do not like Star Wars. Like, I do not like Star Wars. How it's been presented to me. I am truly excited for you guys. Thank you to experience this. To experience what it's like to have a true lore, episodic adventure for you guys. I'm excited for you guys. Like, I'm excited to watch it. Episode two. You. That's what I never knew. You never knew what you didn't know about Dang. certain species. I don't want to give it away at all. Don't, but like, I'm going to go and watch it tonight. Like, I'm, expand, I'm, I'm so excited for you guys. I'm, I'm like, this is awesome. They expand on a certain species that you know and love, of course, extensively in episode two. That's and awesome. you learn about how they live and stuff. And I was just watching it this morning, and I was like, hell yeah, finally, we get some added lore. It's not just... Well, and I think, like, I think that's I'll always been what, like the biggest debate between Star Trek and Star Wars is like it's a I could de- I could debate Star Star Trek all day because I have so much lore behind me. Unless you've read the Star Wars books, which has pretty much been omitted now. Yeah, it's completely gone. It's, it's completely not gone. Canon. Like yeah. you guys have nothing. Yeah, you we guys have, have nothing. And the Clone War series, and that's it. You know, I'll like, tell you. I'll tell you what part got me on the first episode is that um, they. You, so like the the opening scene is where like when he goes to get his first bounty, he uh, yeah yeah he walks into that cantina, and mm-hmm. like which is like, probably at Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, if you guys want to go check oh, that for sure. out, probably, yeah. <laughs> surprisingly out. they added a new again on expanding the lore. It wasn't do 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 It was new music. New music, yay! And it it still slapped. You know, it was very bassy. If I remember correctly, it was like someone with a bass going. What I absolutely loved was that they had, uh, it was like a cantina filled with aliens. Mm. And like a lot of them didn't speak English. Like there were like a lot of subtitles and stuff. And like, it was like, and they had like one alien there 
but he was like just like a re- he was like hey what's going on like he was like a, a regular dude and i'm like for some reason it just felt like so fucking awesome to me it's, yeah it felt classic like, yeah, and it felt good classic oh, what a good character dude i'm excited that's why i that's was awesome, saying man. telling john man it kind of felt like a star trek episode because you know it, it just did. had some characters yeah. who were practically made by practical effects it was like do it in a suit well, I, but, yeah. And it didn't follow... The, I mean, it, the best part... It was just pure imagination. Is it wasn't following by the same archetype and the same rules. It, it's not about the, the fucking the Skywalkers. I, I will say this. It was ever since, new. Was ever great. since I've known Eric, this is the era. first time he has not been disappointed yes, by yes. Star Wars something. I've had... It's been a, a an uphill battle since we met yeah. to defend Star Wars. So I was like, just wait and see, man. Well, wait. it's coming. After, the after big every, one's coming. After every movie, I'm like, nah, the next one. Just wait and see. Now, now I can say, now, now you will see. Now you'll see, man. But then you'll I, find the man. Then I get to say, you just wait and see. See, this is awesome. <laughs> this is awesome fucking banter points because Star Trek is like coming coming back up. And Star Wars is coming back up. And we got like this huge, like, we versus. are entering the Monday Night Wars right now. Oh, we are. Star Wars. Yeah. We are. We really Star Trek. are. Yeah. They're going to keep pushing each other. Yeah. Every week we're going to talk and trust about you me, man. the trust Star you me. Trek episode. I will watch Wars every episode. single one of Star Wars, you know, just just so I can be educated enough to say I don't fucking like it. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to like this one. No, no. I have a feeling I'm going to like it too. Yeah. Like, uh, you know what? It's Honestly, good. I've been saying this for a long time. And like what, I, what I've said before, this is what Star Wars has needed for a long time. And I'm excited, man. If... If Star Wars could bring me into the lore and like make me a fan, that's awesome. Yeah. And I'm hoping for that because I, I want to be a part of it. You know, yeah. I want them to make me a fan, but until before Mandalorian, no, I just well, wasn't. The like, big difference I, I, like, I can't right, get into it. Right. You know? So you have like these base movies that came out and they're like fun and people seem to like them. And then you had like the prequels that come out and they're like, well, we have like a, well, the, the council and freaking, you know, we got like a government story. Like a, this is like the first time in a long time where star Wars is like fun. Like it's, yeah, it was a fun thing to watch. Yeah. I had a great time. Um, I loved it from fucking the beginning to the end. Yes. Watch Mandalorian. Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to five stars. And, and I, I, I encourage all of our great. listeners and viewers to, to watch it too, you know, cause Get like Disney plus, you know, especially the star Trek fans, man, like out there, like I know there's a lot of star Trek fans out there that like don't watch the star Wars series and, and movies and stuff. I encourage you to watch them all. Cause if you're going to not like something, you have to be educated on not yes. liking it, you know? And that's one thing about me. I've watched yeah. and I've, I've watched every single, I've watched deleted scenes. I've watched everything about star Wars. Argue, yeah, you know, especially if you're a science fiction nerd. The best thing on Disney Plus, uh, the world according to Jeff Goldblum. Amazing. Yes, that is amazing. You know what? <laughs> he no, is, no, no, hold on. He hold on. is the new fucking Mr. Rogers, I think. He is, he's got that mantle, I think. He's Dude, you know what? Okay, <laughs> there, there's another thing I really love about Disney Plus. He is positive. There's another thing I really love about Disney Plus is every single old movie that you've watched is in super high def. Yes. And it it's is like, amazing. It's all Blu-ray quality. Yes. Like Little Mermaid, fucking Lady in the Tramp, the old one, fucking Sword in the Stone. All high def quality. Because I own all those movies on VHS. Yeah. 
Nice. Yeah, because I was what we were watching Aladdin the other day, and I was like, "Holy shit, this is like yeah, the Blu-ray weird. cut or some shit." Yeah, and like it all, it's, it's looking nice. It all looks fucking great. I even like the whole layout of it too. And yeah, the layout's good. Um, Have just, you noticed when you click Disney, it's like it it shows the castle and then Tinkerbell yeah, goes yeah, over it yeah, and it's yeah. a whole thing. They have the like whole you're thing now in all. Disney. Dude, so that's if you one go thing. To search too. You can search by decade, too. That's oh kind wow. Of awesome. uh, yeah. You know that, that's so one thing. Content. So Disney, I compare Disney to Apple. They never skip out on the details. You know, Apple and Disney, it's all They're about the details. The, yeah, the littlest, tiniest thing. thing. So the the thing that like I would say ninety nine percent of people wouldn't recognize or see or view as a big significant thing, that's what Apple and Disney do. They pay attention to the smallest detail. It's all about that detail, and baby. I fucking love it. Thumbs Should we get up. in uh, one random question before we end the shit out? Yeah, yeah let's, let's do, do that. that. All right. Oh, we're at an hour and thirty. Oh, I need shit, uh, I need two two numbers. Sixteen. Twenty. 16, 20, 36. All right. Sweet 16. Sorry, the beer's running right through me. Hurry. hurry. I'm a, we're we're going to let this music play until uh, until you come back. I don't think I've ever heard the <laughs> the ending of this. Maybe I have, but the ending of this song. Is there like a crescendo? Um, I've cut this, it. Or it does I, just... I've to cut it so it just kind of like starts over and over. Right. So, yeah. I, I've cut the song so you don't hear the crescendo anymore. Oh, uh, yes. So I have it on a loop. Gotcha. So, what's our random question question? Well, our random question is going to be something. I'm going to wait for Eric. You're going to wait for him? Right. Might as well. Does it right? pertain to him? So, so, how do you feel about being a information man? Information man? Yeah. What do you mean? Oh yeah, I love it. I'm just yeah. been surfing the web while you guys talk. That's awesome. Uh, hopefully finding something that's. Oh, dude, you've been very useful in our useful. in our podcast so far, which has been amazing. This is nice with the all new. I don't know if it's new, but the Microsoft Surface works great. Yeah. That's just a review for you. All right. Look for 36. Our question is: What is your ideal birthday? Not the date. But rather your idea of the way you'd spend it. Mm. My ideal birthday is just my family and friends going, hey, happy birthday. And then leaving me the <laughs> fuck alone. And then leaving me alone and only care about what I want to do, which is probably stay home and sleep or. Yeah. Maybe if I'm feeling wild, go somewhere. But. If you're feeling wild, you'll podcast. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> podcast and stuff. We are going to podcast on my birthday weekend, though. That's for damn sure. Ooh, that'd be great. I'll let you guys know when that is. John Man Podcast. Just spoiler, is not this the coming up weekend, but the weekend afterwards. It's going to be a nice time. Yeah. Eric? My, my ideal birthday would probably be to come here to podcast. <laughs> then I would leave and I would go see a movie. Um, it's at a place that served alcohol and then I would top that off with dinner oysters probably Taylor oysters. shellfish definitely the oysters yep. for Eric and then I'd come home and then I would beg for sex and that'd be my adult birthday <laughs> 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 right, that's a good birthday 
I don't think I could top that, but I think uh, <laughs> I would grow my my idea birthday ideal birthday. God, man, I am tongue tied today and yesterday. Uh, my ideal birthday would probably be the same. I'd podcast in the morning. Um, probably do some pre funk, go out to dinner, um, hang out with some family, do the thing, and bake for sex. Like, like uh, 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 here's yeah. the bake for sex. Yeah, bake for sex. You know? Woo! Yeah. You know, some some nice shaven legs. How else are you gonna yeah. get it? Mm. <laughs> when they shit, when they care enough to shave their legs, yeah. Yeah, that's when you know it's special. Married life, baby. Married life. That's when you know it's special. When they shave their legs, you're like finally, finally, <laughs> <laughs> the John Man is getting back, back. into action. <laughs> <laughs> You can always tell, you know, I guess that begs a, a, like another comment. It's like, you could always tell like when something special's happened. Oh, for sure. Like when you've been in a relationship for a long time and those legs get shaved and they point it out like, hey, guess what? Shave my legs today. It's, just, it's not just that either too. Like fucking my girl gets on me about shaving my face too. Like, you gonna shave your face tonight? And I'm like, does that mean sex? She's like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Clean this up. So when I see Eric with a one day stubble, that means the night you go. Yeah. You go, hey, congrats, Eric. Congrats. That's why you're extra special tonight. Yeah. That's why you're happy. That's why this pod has been amazing. You're happy tonight. All right. Awesome pod, guys. Yeah, I think when you get older, you uh, like. Like you, you really uh, focus in on what makes your life easier and better as you get older. Like with any aspect, especially sex, but like, like with your day, y you know, when you're an adult, your parents would like complain about like, oh, now I have to do this one thing that takes five seconds, and you're like, all right, dad, like, quit being lazy. But yeah. you realize as you get older, like those little things that make your life like those five seconds easier, matter. It matters, you know, yeah. like that shaved face. It matters. Yeah, it really does. Man. It makes it, you know, it makes it easier. When you get older, it's all about the detail. Yeah. It's yeah. kind of like Apple and Disney. It's about the detail. Yeah. And like there are certain things that really rub you the wrong way. And when those things are resolved, you're like, hallelujah. Yep. Even if it's not something that really takes a lot of your day, but you just live your every single day with it. That one little thing. Like taken care of, you're like, thank you, thank you. <laughs> you know, does that make sense? For you sure. you no, have those, totally. you have it. those details about your life. You know, like, no. like I love when I'm clean and when the house is clean. Yeah. No. And like, I used to get mad at my mom when she'd come home and be like, "You didn't clean up anything." And I'm like, "Well, no." <laughs> but when you come home, like after a vacation, that's that's a good one. Your parents telling you to clean up before vacation, because when you come home after a vacation and your house is clean, you're just like, oh. You know what's better Ooh. than that is when you come home from vacation and you finally put away your last load of laundry from vacation, and yes. then you get to relax in a like, clean house. Oh, unless you're coming back Beautiful. to Disneyland, then it's like you're depressed after you get back. Yeah, you're usually depressed. Yeah, yeah, usually. <laughs> Like, how do we live, Mary? How do we go about our day without being in Disney anymore? How do we do this? I do not get to ride the Matterhorn tomorrow. <laughs> Fuck this shit. 
I don't get to go to the Jolly Roger anymore? What the fuck is going on? Which I was I watching still that. still smell the churros. I was, still, I was watching that uh, Imagineer documentary and one of uh, Walt Disney's plans and stuff was like for the Epcot Center. People actually live in there and stuff and just like, my God, that sounds Whoa. great to actually <laughs> live in Disneyland is oh, my goddamn dream. You are a genius. I wish we all could. If we all lived in Disneyland, there would be no war. Everyone would be living in the happiest place on there, earth. There would yeah. be no reason for religion either. Because, like, fucking, there'd be no reason for, like, some kind of, like, freaking heaven that you go live to. Because we'd already whoa, be living whoa, there. Hold on, hold on, hold <laughs> the on. We would already be hold living on. there. It's hold like on, Eric, think about this. Is think about this. The end of the day, Generations from now, are people going to view Walt Disney as a god? I would hope so. And then we'll start <laughs> a new religion about, about that, about, like, what used to be. I think I'm about to start that religion and get you tax should. exemptions. Disneyism. Disneyism <laughs> and make this happen. I think that's that's the way to do it. Dude. <laughs> we just came up on something. But anyway. I we think can talk about this if more anything's going to be a religion, it could be Disney. Yes. Disney religion. Hell yeah. Oh, speaking of apartments. So did you know that uh, Walt Disney actually had plans to do a, uh, this was a separate documentary. A second apartment that he was going to live in more full time, uh, above the Louisiana, above the like uh, the parts of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. He had an apartment up there. There is an apartment there now. Like, uh, and from what I understand, what the rumor is that is that sometimes they'll walk around Disneyland. Like you can only stay there if you win a contest. Yeah, you have now to and again, win it. They so, will walk around and they will offer that to guests. So it, it's, Every now and again. it's not an apartment anymore. So they turned it's into not? a conference room. But oh, oh. Did, uh, Walt Disney himself was getting plans to to build that for one of his own personal apartments. Yeah. And well, he has an apartment above the yes, fireplace. Yes. So so this was going to be his main apartment. Okay. But he died before it was finished. So. And it, where is that? Above, uh, above Blue Pirates Bayou. the yeah above uh, Blue Bayou. Now it's a conference room. So you actually can rent that out. For like twenty or more guests, but it's like twenty thousand dollars. But everything That's is it? catered and stuff. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> but so I try, I try to swing that. That'd be great. I want to own a theme park, dude. Like that'd wow. be my dream. Just one night. Let me stay one night in Disneyland. Let me just walk through. Let it. me spend <laughs> one night or like one weekend in Walt Disney's apartment. That'd be amazing. They still keep a light on from them. They, they sure keep, do, man. Yeah, they keep a light on above the firehouse. You know, okay, dude, we're setting this fucking in stone. We are going to do a podcast, John Sandwich Show, Disneyland Adventure. Yes. We got to do it. Yeah. You bring your girlfriend and your kids. We'll podcast every night about our experiences. And then we'll just have the a Disneyland great-ass Hotel. fucking time. Great-ass fucking time. This is the greatest man separate. Walt Disney. I mean, I haven't dicked too so. deep. I haven't dicked too deep on it. I know a lot of people <laughs> say like I don't think too hard about it. Nazis and stuff like that. Like he might have been involved in like some Nazism. Yeah, fuck that shit, man. Internet. And, I don't believe what? it. I, I don't, don't believe, believe it. it. You don't fucking you don't do that and then create until a they small come out world. with like a Finding Disneyland <laughs> documentary. <laughs> Hope you, don't. <laughs> <Dear God. laughs> you know Disney. You know the Disney Corporation would fucking no. shut that shit down. You don't fucking feel that way and create its small world. I'm sorry, you don't. No, you don't. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, man. You re- you really don't. The small world, dude. That's that's iconic, man. That that just this is a guy that just cared, cared. Yeah. Every ounce of his being cared. 
And I'm so glad that he left it in faithful hands that seemed to care too. For the most part. I'm glad too. Yeah. But not just at, that, at that note. John Sandwich 2. Follow us on Twitter. Ask us your questions. John, Twitter handle? Uh, Thurston Q on Twitch. Hit me up. Any other Play notes? Play with us. Any other notes, guys? Nope. See you guys later. See you guys next week. Peace out. Peace. Bye, y'all.